And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much, and welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We've got some great music for you this week, and uh, including a, uh, a return by one of our previous guests who's got uh, a new track he's going to play for us, and he's going to come and sit and talk with us, as is our other guest, and we'll tell you about them right after you listen to this. It's called Thick as Thieves. Cause you know that we 
They call themselves Rob and Kirby Capel right here on the David Bowers Awards. Ask your doctor if the David Bowers Awards is right for you. They are an interesting pair, and they are part of a very interesting group, a a group of uh, pastors and leaders at an adult ministry in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. I believe their uh, churches are spreading out throughout other cities, too, but I know they're uh, they're with the Grace Midtown Church in Atlanta, Georgia, and... uh, they have a, uh, if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area and you're looking for an alternative ministry, a, a non-denominational uh, church that you might become affiliated to, it might be one to look into. They have a, a very interesting and uh, and a, a progressive attitude. It's not your, you know, as I say, it's not your daddy's church. It's, uh, they're, they're not radical by any means, but they do have a, uh, a little bit different and more modern approach uh, to religion, but their music is really neat, and it's all over the internet. I was really surprised for uh, for a uh, pair of artists that you can't find a lot of details on on the internet. And let me tell you, if you can't find details about something on the internet, uh, you almost think it doesn't exist. But uh, you can't find out a lot about them on the internet, except for the fact that their music is all over. Uh, you can find them on virtually any search engine. You'll find them also on uh, Apple Music, of course, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, anywhere you go. Check out Rob and Kirby Capel, K-A-P-L-E, like staple, and uh, check out their music. And uh, as I said, look them up online. And as I always say, if you like what they're doing, drop them a line and let them know. And we'd appreciate it if you would mention that uh, you heard it, you know, right here on the show. Right, John Bon Jovial? Right cheer. Right cheer on this here show. That's right. <laughs> good afternoon or good morning or good you? evening, depending upon when people are listening. Uh, or otherwise known as uh, how do you do? And how are you? <laughs> hey, I like that oh, song, that uh, Thick as Thieves. I mean, I can see that crossing over into country and pop. And nice. Yeah, and it, you it, know. It had a nice rhythm to it, a nice feel. Smooth. Yeah. It does. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of what is falling into the category of Americana around, and we've been getting a lot of it lately. As a matter of fact, next week, I believe I I haven't gotten the final confirmation, but I believe next week's show we're going to have an interesting entire album of music that is broadly categorized as Americana because it encompasses virtually all types of uh, music found here in America from New Orleans jazz uh, to blues to rock and roll to ballads uh, should be a very interesting show but yes, uh, their music falls into the Americana category and it is, it's a crossover sound, it could be pop, it could be folk uh, I, I don't know if country stations would play it or not, but uh, it's definitely a crossover sound I'd like it to, very, very listenable I think a country station would if it's a you know one of the newer country stations as far as the uh, genre of country that they're playing if they're trying to market themselves to millennials which are becoming the you know power spending house now 
demographically. Uh, I, I could see one of those stations playing it. A uh, typical traditional country station like WSM in Nashville, no. Uh, but Probably one of the not. Newer, no, one of the newer stations or the the newer country uh, genre of station, sure. Yeah, it would fit in quite nicely. Yeah, we'll uh, have to see what kind of reacts we get from the listeners, and uh, maybe we'll get them to pop by and be on the show and uh, chat with us about their uh, music and their music philosophies and uh, and who knows everything else that comes up. What, speaking of what comes up, how are things in Bon Jovial land this week? Oh, here in Camp Swampy, everything is just swimmingly ducky. Um, the fall weather, or winter weather, call it what you will for Florida, is finally starting to hit. Uh, instead of uh, temperatures in the 90s with ultra obnoxious humidity every day now we're you know in the low 80s upper 70s and uh, it's actually been quite pleasant and i think this is what people move to florida for is this type of weather oh yes and although i've said it before and i'll probably say it again as i'm going to right now and uh, that is you know when, when you live here as many years as i have uh endless summer gets old it, it does. I miss the seasons. Now, uh, that's kind of hard for people to wrap their heads around, uh, especially with the snow and uh, sleet that is hitting the upper Midwest right now and with you know the, the, the incredibly cold temperatures. Sure, I'll take this weather any day over that. But, yeah, seasonal change would be nice here. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it, it's funny. I know exactly what you're speaking of because I, too, come from the... Uh, the snow country in the northeast but i you know i noticed the fact that you don't have the extreme seasonal changes but i miss it very favorably i mean i remember uh, fighting winter as a matter of fact uh, people ask me why i don't like fall and it stems from my childhood fall was an ominous reminder of what was around the corner exactly. three or four months of freezing well, growing snow up in Boston like I, I, I did, sure, that we, we were the same thing. Every time fall would roll around, yeah, the leaves were beautiful, but, oh, man, it's going to get cold soon. So, yeah. Well, it sure is, and uh, <laughs> they, are, they are definitely getting it. Uh, they got it early this year, and uh, they've got this one that's moving through as we speak uh, into the Midwest, and we'll be headed to the Northeast very shortly, so... Uh, uh, our thoughts are with all our friends that are uh, in the parts of the country being affected by that. It's been an extreme, an extreme year all the way around. Yes, it uh, has. Extremely hot in the summer. Uh, those tragic fires in California, uh, the uh, floods in Texas and down in the south, and uh, it, it's uh, it's really been a year of extremes. I don't know if it's just seems that way but it uh, it does in fact seem like that it's really being very extreme this year oh it is it is not to mention that the hurricanes as well uh both uh, last year and this year uh have been become more intense and uh you know there really is something to this global warming thing but that's a discussion for another day but we got a great and show another coming show. up. <laughs> yeah and another show we got a great show <laughs> coming up today i think so i think so we have two uh, great guests. We have a uh, 
We have a young lady who's going to come in and talk with us in just a few minutes, uh, who goes by the name of Tia McGrath. We played her song back a couple of weeks ago uh, in connection with Veterans Day, her uh, release, which is the remake of the old classic One Tin Soldier. And y'all like that so well, we decided to have her come in and uh, share her uh, new release. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're going to talk about her new album, among other things. And uh, she'll be joining us. Tia McGrath will be joining us in uh, just a, oh, a four or five minutes or so. And uh, then we're going to have an old friend of ours, Mac. Evan Johnson, the singing truck driver uh, who from Georgia, who is going to be joining us. He had uh, he had premiered Sweet Southern Woman on this show a few months back, and he's going to do his new single too, a thing called Ain't Broke. So we've got all that coming up. I think maybe we should get right to it. Let's roll. Tia McGrath, One Tin Soldier. Trip. 
Showgirls, and you're listening to the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, thank you, girls. We love you. We love the ladies. I mean, what can you say? Lovely ladies and great people. And here's another right now coming in to sit and talk with us for a few minutes. Welcome, if you would, please, Tia McGrath. Welcome aboard, Tia. Hi, guys. It's great to be here. Thank you. Oh, what a pleasure to have you here on the show. And, you know, before we find out more about you, which I would love to do and plan to, the first question I want to ask you, while that song is still fresh in our minds, now, John and I remember this from when it was out originally back uh, uh, way too many years ago. What gave you the idea that you wanted to record this song? You know, um, I, I, I'm based in Canada. Um, I'm yes. a Canadian. Um, I grew up listening to it. It was written by a couple of Canadian songwriters, and I grew up listening to it and singing it in choir when I was a little girl. And um, my husband, Tommy, who's from Colorado, um, we were working on the album, this new album, and um, it started to flow, and the songs just started to take on this direction of, you know, peace and a, a very timely message, which we didn't even plan. And mm -hmm. so we needed something as a placeholder in there like that. And Tommy said, you know, what if we looked at redoing a version of One Tin Soldier? And and um, so we we did the, the arrangement in our own style and everything and had some wonderful players on it and came up with that arrangement. And it was just like, wow. Um, you know, it was it was really moving, and then we decided to release it on November 11th as a um, special commemoration for the end of World War One. Right, right. I remember that's that's when I had found it and uh, had it. Well, we had our uh, our Veterans Weekend show coming up, and I said that would be an excellent song to play for that show for that very reason, and that was. Yeah. Uh, well, that was the introduction to our listeners, to you as well as to us, and uh, we got some real nice feedback on it, and I said, well, hey, let's see if we can get here on the show, and here oh, you are. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, thank you for playing uh, it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for uh, accepting our invitation and joining you, joining us here in this uh, this little hour of madness we do every week. Now, tell us a little bit about your background. I know, and you mentioned uh, that you uh, met your husband, uh, you got married, he's up there living with you in Canada. I, I imagine you probably spend some time here in the States, but you mentioned choir. How did you get into singing in the first place back a couple of years back? Yeah, well, in a in a kind of a nutshell of <laughs> my, um, I, yeah, I started singing, um, well, my grandmother was from Transylvania, and when I grew, when I was a little girl, she used to stand around the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve and singing Silent Night, and I was just like, oh my gosh, if I could only sing like Grandma, and uh, she used to sing in the old country, and so it was always my dream to sing, and I started taking singing lessons and going into local theater and things. And then when I was 19, I won the Canadian Open Country Singing Contest, and I ended up being on a television show, a CBC television show um, with Johnny Cash and June Carter. And oh, wow. I, wow. Yeah, it was, it was just it was beautiful. And I started releasing my, um, my songs to radio up here in, in Canada, and then um, I had the opportunity to go down to the States and to Nashville and work with um, work with some, a manager down there. And so I ended up moving to Nashville, and that's where I met Tommy, and he had moved there from L.A. He's from Colorado originally. And we started writing together, 
and um, broke our rule of never date a co-writer, and then we ended up getting married. And, <laughs> uh, some <laughs> um, yeah, things are so, just meant to be. And some you, rules are made to be go broken. with the flow. Right, some exactly. Rules are made to, that's absolutely right. That's right, and we're and so glad. From the did. sounds of it, yeah. from the sounds of it, both from you and from your music, it sounds like it's working just fine. It is. We're we, you know we're so blessed to wake up every day and make music and. We we go all over the world. Um, you know, we're going back down to Nashville in, in December, and um, and then we're coming back down in February, and we're playing the famous Bluebird Cafe and doing some concerts oh. in Illinois. And so we yeah we keep on and we go to England, um, the UK regularly every year. And so it's we're we're happy. You know, we're we're really really happy. As we've heard so many times from so many people in the business, I always refer back to uh, my friend Joe Bonsell from the Oak Ridge Boys, who uh, who put it very well when we had him on uh, one of our first shows when we started the Dave Bowers Awards. Uh, we were talking about their longevity, and he pointed to the happiness and the fact that you you have to love what you're doing, and that uh, he pointed that uh, he pointed that out as one of the reasons why the Oaks have lasted so long. They all really enjoy what they're doing they're not in it for the money or the fame it's a fact that they just like to get out there and sing and apparently uh, you have that same quality in your psyche too well you know my grandmother used to call me when I lived in Nashville and she'd call me to talk to me and and um, one day um, she said how are you doing and I and I you know had had a meeting or something that day I was feeling a bit down and and she says well Tia you know, don't give up. You're living the dream for both of us. And I knew at that point that, wow, you know, um, she had come to Canada. She had left, you know, Transylvania with my grandfather to build a life so that I, her granddaughter, could have an amazing, you know, journey to follow my dreams. And so so if there is a time when I do feel like, you know, the music industry is changing and, you know, oh, yes. we're not making the money that we did a few years ago and stuff like that, right? No one is. But, right. um so you have to recreate, you have to reinvent the wheel every day, but but just the fact that I hear her little voice in my heart saying, you know, you're living the dream for both of us, just, just keeps me going. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I have to say this, uh, John and I have a, uh, a video connection that we have in the background so that we can communicate behind the scenes and keep things going and also, you know, notify each other if there's a problem going on or something. But anyway, when you first came in, I have to admit, when you mentioned your grandmother from Transylvania. John and I just looked at each other and smiled, and I was kind of waiting to see if there was going to be a punchline, but you're talking seriously about uh, the city in Romania. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> the title track of the album is called Stubborn in My Blood, and yes. if you notice the first two lines, it said, my, my father's mother came to these shores on a boat from Transylvania. My mother's great-great-uncle died in a war, a Jacobite Scottish Highlander. So I, you know, I come from. <laughs> that's that's from quite Scottish a combination. Transylvania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scottish Transylvania. <laughs> no, yeah. no, uh, no vampire jokes, please, if you will. <laughs> but, oh well, that that is quite a story. I'm glad that came out because that is that is really something. And yes, we are going to play that. Uh, after we've had the uh, pleasure of talking with you for a few more minutes, uh, we're going to play the title cut from your uh, latest album, Stubborn in My Blood. So everyone will get to hear about your uh, grandmother and grandfather and the uh, the Scottish Transylvanians. 
that's uh, that's a fantastic story there. Now <laughs> you are currently what, what are are you basing yourself here in Nashville now? We're we're back and forth. Um, we yes, we have a place there that we come back and forth to and do our writing and and. Um, and um, but we also are up here in southern Ontario on Lake Erie. If you if we looked at a map uh, at Erie, Pennsylvania, oh, I know the area. yeah, of course, I, I know the area well. I'm from just east of there in upstate New York, so I know exactly oh. where you mean. <laughs> I, I was listening to you guys talk about the snow, and um, if I may, I, I love the snow. I, I know people say you know it's crazy, but I love just um, like January. You know, just bunkering down and with some coffee and watching it snow outside. That's the best writing time for me. <laughs> I can understand that. And I, you know, I understand that some people love it more than I. I grew up in upstate New York. And then I was, uh, I got kind of spoiled here in the uh, later years with uh, about 30 years in Southern California. So uh, that kind of spoiled me on the, uh, that kind of spoiled me on winter. And I've, you know, I have since developed this, I've never hurt my back shoveling sunshine attitude. And uh, <laughs> I can... There's a song uh, title right there. <laughs> you need to write that. Really? Uh, <laughs> tell you what, if you do, I want an autographed copy of it. That's all I oh, ask. <laughs> that's awesome. Shoveling sunshine. Well, we got a song on the yeah. album called Own Your Sunshine. So <laughs> it's kind of close. That's close. <laughs> that's close. So, yeah, I, uh, I remember that weather and... Uh, I, I, it, it's uh, I enjoy being away from it. Just to be honest, yeah. totally honest with you, I've driven in too many snowstorms, including some that I probably shouldn't have survived. But I was young and foolish; <laughs> I didn't know any better. You know how that goes. <laughs> well, but, Tommy, uh, you, Tommy, my husband's from Colorado, but he did live in uh, Santa Monica. And um, oh gosh, so when, he, when we first. <laughs> Yeah, so for and he loved it. He absolutely loved it, you know. And mm-hmm. um, and then he moved to Nashville. And so when we when we moved up here, I remember the first year we had this snowstorm, and and uh, he he couldn't believe it. He said it, the snow's coming down sideways. And uh, I said, Well, you're from Colorado. What are you talking about? You guys get snow. And he goes, Yeah, but it doesn't snow sideways. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so well, we were getting I, that lake, s- lake effect snow. That's you know, why, it's what yeah, they I've do up in Canada. They, they go sideways. So, you know, you got to expect the snow to be sideways, too. Uh, we're we're going to get letters That's from right. Canada on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get some letters. <laughs> we're going to get letters That's right. from Canada. <laughs> oh, we're bad. Wonderful. Don't write us letters to oh. that. We're bad. We know that. <laughs> oh, you can write us letters. I just give them to John Bon Jovial to answer. I mean, uh, it's easy for me, a piece of cake. <laughs> okay, yeah, before Florida we let you go. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> before we yeah. run out of time here, I want you, if you would, tell us what you've got coming up. Uh, you mentioned you're going to be in Nashville. You're going back and forth. What have you got coming up uh, besides a tour to uh, England, I think you said? Yeah, 2019 is going to be um, a really, I think, a bigger year for us. We've um, we we released this album, "Stubborn in My Blood," um, in late summer, early fall, and um, and so it's been a you know it's been a um, a few months of just getting it out there, and already we're getting so many amazing calls for festivals and and concert concert invitations and everything. So, 2019, I'm hoping will be one of those years where you know, we can really um, just enjoy getting out there, playing bigger gigs, maybe touring less often, but but bigger shows. You know, gotcha. I also have written sure. a children's 
Yeah, and I've written a children's book called Jake the Road Dog, um, based on our our dog rescue dog from Nashville, and um, we we donate um, some proceeds from our book sales and do some charity events for the Dolly Parton's Imagination Library up here in oh, our great. local chapter. Yeah, so and we love that. It's well, so beautiful and it's such an amazing foundation. So we're looking forward to doing some more work with that and. Um, you know, just just really enjoying doing some more writing. Just just writing. Wonderful. I said to Tommy the other day, you know, it'd be nice to do a gospel album or something. You know, just write. That's just that's a nice idea. Do come back and see us, though. We'd love to hear from you. And by all means, stay in touch. Let us know what's going on, and uh, let us know if there's anything happening you want us to help spread the word about. We'd be more than happy to help you there too. Absolutely. Thank you, gentlemen, and, and everyone. Have a blessed and merry Christmas. Okay. And to you and to your you hubby as well. as well again. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, thank that's you. Tia McGrath. Here's the title tune of her latest album. It's called Stubborn in My Blood.
Blood. That's Tia McGrath. And uh, we thank her so much for stopping by here on the David Bowers Awards. I mentioned uh, going into this segment uh, that we love the ladies, and I don't want to offend the guys. We love all you guys, too, because you're out there making great music. And believe me, we have been so fortunate to have some great guys and gals here on the show. And we've got another one coming up right now, so let's get to it. Our next guest Matt Evan Johnson will be joining us in just a couple after we listen to his current hit, Sweet Southern Woman.
Matt Evan Johnson, and I guess I should have said his recent hit, because his current hit is the one we're going to play next. Before I bring him in, I want to, I want to remember what a, uh, an American writer, Angela Durden, said about him. And I'm, I'm not going to quote it exactly, but it went to the effect of, forget that people say Matt Evan Johnson is a modern-day Hank Williams Sr., never mind that he say he's the next Merle Haggard, and put it out of your mind that he's been called a country dire straits because such comparisons don't matter when it comes to the power of the lyrics this man from Lake Blackshear, Georgia, puts into a song. That's a pretty heavy introduction to our next guest, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, if you would, please, Matt Evan Johnson. Hello, Matt. Hey, how are y'all doing tonight? Doing just fine. Okay? How about we can hear you just fine? How are you doing? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I tell you what, I just uh, slid in here under the bell, <laughs> under the, the wire, <laughs> so to speak, and stopped my truck. Uh, and uh, but I'm parked and safe, so we're good. Fantastic. And uh, for for those of you who aren't uh, familiar with Matt or uh, didn't catch him on the last time he was on the David Bowers Awards, Matt is a, a singing truck driver. Uh, he got himself uh, through all of life's challenges and discovered, and this is his story, I won't tell it all, but he discovered that uh, he loved driving a truck and that it, it just revitalized him. And it has done wonders because not only has it uh, offered him a mobile office, so, you know, when he goes to the office, he goes all over the country and has the best view of any of us. And at the same time, he's free to let his mind create these lyrics that he comes up with. Matt, how did you get from one part of life to another? How did you get into driving a truck? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> uh, I fell into it. Uh, actually, it, it was something that uh, interested me, and I needed something to go on to, uh, at least temporarily. And uh, uh, so really when I got into trucking, it was more or less a backup plan. And uh, then as I got uh, both feet in the truck and realized that it was my future, and... Uh, uh, so, in other words, I got into it as a backup plan, uh, and because of some other fallout, career fallout, and I needed to move forward and support myself, and truck driving had always interested me, too, because I've been a somewhat of a, a traveler uh, my entire life, and um, uh, I enjoy the road, and so uh, when I was on the road in other vehicles, so to speak, uh, the truck drivers always caught my attention, and mm-hmm. uh, and and so the, it was already a seed, so to speak, planted in the back of my mind. And uh, when I needed something to move forward to trucking, just seemed to be, hey, you know, I just made up my mind one day. I saw a truck going down the road, and it, it, the light went on. That's what I need to be doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. I understand that completely. We have all been at that point in our lives at least once where uh, it seems like we need to uh, sweep away the path and, and uh, past and start a whole new road in front of us. I know I know, I have, and I, I think you have too, haven't you, John Bonjovial? Oh, absolutely. I remember my light bulb moment uh, when I was going to the University of South Florida in Tampa, and it was like 1971, 
and I thought I'd just, you know, for, for grins, I thought I'd go check out the, uh, the college radio station, because I liked the music that they played, never really thinking that, you know, well, radio is for me, and I got down to that station, and I looked at everything that they were doing, and the way they were running around, <laughs> and, and organizing the uh, musical playlists and such, and I just knew right then and there, this is what I want to do, and, uh, you know, what is it, some 45 or so years later, here I am. And, uh, little did you know that you're, uh, little did you know that uh, when you got into professional radio after getting out of USF, you were going to run into this, uh, this uh, hippie from New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, I, 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 I want to make a comparison. You know, of course, now my mother always told me never compare people to other people, but I think that this one is fairly benign and, and, and actually not too bad. You know, they called uh, Gene Autry the singing cowboy, and, uh, yeah. and, and, and so I think it would be fair to say that you're the singing truck driver and a damn good one to boot. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've got to tell you, I, you know, when it comes to that, that song that we just played, Sweet Southern Woman, Man, that is really nice. It's sweet. I like the way you oh, love, uh, put your you. production I into it. The the great song. Bass. I love the thank walking bass in that. Yeah. yeah. Great song. Thank you. Well, that's, right. thank you. That, that's me playing the bass. I'm playing is it the really? walking well, bass. Yeah, that's I, I, I love a bass player that does more than just go boom, 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 boom. You, know, you, you work it. And that, thank that's you. A good thing. You, you, I, I really wish. Not that uh, you know. Not that I. I don't wish we were here today doing what we're doing. But I, I think it would have been neat if you could have done this and done it in the uh, what was it the mid to late '60s when truck driving songs were all the rage. And Dave Dudley with Six Days on the Road and all those other great truck driving songs. It's kind of a throwback oh, yeah. to remind me of those days. Matter of fact, I was I was working at my first full time job in upstate New York. Uh, when Dave Dudley released his first record, a thing called Cowboy Boots, and I was at a rock station, uh, so the program director got a uh, got a real good laugh out of that song, Cowboy Boots. He uh, he didn't think too much of it. He wasn't really into country. But that's <laughs> that's another story too. <laughs> uh, where, well, that, where where um, are you I'm, right now? Where are you now, Matt? I'm in I'm in Savannah, Georgia, not far from ah. the port. And uh, brought a load over here today, and uh, uh, I'm just grateful to be here. <laughs> you know, that, uh, like I said, I got here a little bit under the wire. I was sweating it. I was I was listening to the show the last after I called in uh, the last uh, ten minutes or so. I was actually driving here, of course, hands free. But um, uh, I was like, I need to get stopped. <laughs> We saw you on the switchboard here. Tell, tell me, how does that work as far do you get inspiration while you're driving? Do you get inspiration from your driving? How does that work for you? Well, I'm, glad, I'm really glad you brought that up because I, I was thinking about that while you were talking about the, uh, the, the trucking earlier, or just a moment ago. And uh, truck driving really uh, gave me uh, a, a huge blessing in disguise that I didn't expect. And that was, uh, so, or truck driving gave me a songwriting studio in my truck. And um, lyrics just started to, uh, let me back up on it a moment. It, it's hard, I'm, I'm, 
I'm, uh, as I mentioned, I'm a bass player, and I, I play bass on all of my records. And I'm now also playing acoustic guitar on all of my records. The electric guitar awesome. players are um, are guns who I know personally, and uh, we've got some. Uh, uh, as you can tell, the the guitar playing is phenomenal, but that's not me. Matter of fact, the, on the song that you were just listening to, that's a guitarist by the name of Hank Barbie, out of uh, uh, he's out of the Wilmington, North Carolina area, and and. Uh, uh, towards the southeast mostly along the coast uh uh Wilmington or uh, North Carolina and South Carolina but he's got okay. his own niche and does very well but he's also well known within the recording industry and as you can tell from his guitar playing not to change subjects but I do want to put a huge plug in for him because he happened to uh come into my life right at the right time and uh I would say that uh we probably didn't know each other more than three months before we recorded that. And oh, uh, nice he job. was very interested in recording with me. Yeah. So, and it's um, always good. Back to it's, the trucking. Huh? I was just going to say, Go it's ahead. always good to plug the guys you work with. We love, we love to do that. As a matter of fact, we've mentioned sometimes that uh, the backup guys don't always get the credit they need and deserve, and I'm glad you did. So don't feel guilty about that at all. So go ahead with your story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I um, uh, it's hard to carry. A, the reason I bought brought the bass guitar up is that it's kind of hard to carry a bass guitar and a bass rig in a semi. <laughs> so, I can um, see that. So what I did was uh, I brought an acoustic guitar with me uh, just to you know uh, play with during the uh, my downtime and and really my original intent was just to learn a lot of you know, old cover songs that were, you know, the back of my mind that I always wanted to learn. And I would have sit, you know, time to sit down and focus on them in the truck, which I did for a while, maybe a couple months. But it wasn't long, like, like a, you know, maybe two or three months. Uh, I noticed something, a transition going on within me, which is I started uh, coming up with my own lyrics in the truck. <laughs> and a lot All of right, I got you just to humor myself going down the road like uh, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, one of those songs uh, one of the first ones was Honky Tonk Tonkin and uh, uh, I I wanted or needed a I wanted a break from the truck I'd been in the truck for some time and um, several weeks and um, okay. I was I was literally in Texas at the time. I can't remember exactly where I was in Texas, but uh, I was somewhere around Miranda Lambert's stomping grounds because I remember a big billboard not far, you know, up and down the interstate. Uh, there right. was a big billboard announcing, you know, hometown of Miranda Lambert. And right. I'm not trying well. to drop her name at all. I'm just trying to put it all <laughs> in context. That's fine. What, what was happening is... Uh, uh, I, I was joking with myself one day, and because I'm alone here in the truck, and I went, "The honky tonk is talking to me," <laughs> and that thought just stuck with me for the next few days. And then I thought, then the thought, the next thought occurred. Maybe there's a a song there, and that was the yeah. beginning. And I was new to songwriting at that time, but I wanted to give it a sincere effort because I had always sure. tried to write songs. 
And it took me about a month to write that song, but but I had it written, and then the next thing I know, I'm getting attention. <laughs> um, I got you. Now, like, do you. Do you carry... Do you carry a recording device with you, like, where you would at least voice uh, possible lyrics together on the recording to save it, or do you do it all from memory? I do it all from memory, and oh, um, wow. what I'll do is I'll come up with a hook line for the song, and uh, then I'll start writing around the hook line, but the hook line is usually easy to remember, like, the honky-tonk is talking to me. And I'll right, just, sure. you know, gel, gel on that. And then I'll also let the phrase dictate the rhythm of the song. And that's uh, kind of a challenging concept I've found in trying to get across to others from time to time. But simply what I'm saying is is that the phrase honky-tonk is talking to me has a cadence to it. You can hear it. You know, right, like, yeah, it's got a, a rhythm. It has a, it's got a rhythm to it. And so right. I'll use that to as the foundation rhythm for the song. Once I can identify what that you know the rhythm is, uh, "Sweet Southern I, Woman," I, the one you just played. Right. All right. I'll tell you what. In the we've got about uh, I don't know between thirty and sixty seconds left. So in the time we have left, tell us about the song we're going to play next, which uh, is charting already in the uh, top thirty, I guess, on the Cashbox magazine. Thing called "Ain't Broke." Tell us about that one. Yeah, cool. Um, the uh, what happened was is I was in limbo between my first recording manager producer and Joey Huffman, and uh, uh, the the song that you played uh, in the opening was uh, produced uh, by my previous producer, and he and I kind of went on our separate ways, and and I was in limbo for a while, and then Joey Huffman. Uh, my songs caught the attention of Joey Huffman, who was Hank Jr.'s keyboard player. And then uh, he contacted me, and he was familiar with my previous work, but I think what he heard something, he wanted to take me to the next level, which he certainly has. And I think so, that's, a, that's a fact. And I hate to cut you short, but we're going to run out of time, and I want to be able to get this song in. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us one more time, especially when you have Thank to take you. time out and you're on the road. We love having you. Keep Great in touch. You, man. Let us know what's going on. We always want to Thank hear you. from you. Good luck love and you safe guys. travels, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen. Matt Evan Johnson. Here's Ain't Broke. I'm a man. Yes, I am.
ladies and gentlemen, Matt Evan Johnson, the singing truck driver from Georgia, and Ain't Broke. And uh, you sure can hear he has come a long way. His music just keeps getting better and better. Ladies and gentlemen, that's about all the time we have for the David Bowers Awards this week. So, John Bon Jovial, I think it's time to take us home. Indeed it is. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for spending another hour of quality yak and music with us this week right here on the David Bowers Awards, which, by the way, just happens to be broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We're available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, etc. at infinitum, wherever you download your favorite podcast. Be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk page and like The David Bowers on Facebook as well as Twitter to keep up with all of the show doings and happenings and all the folks who are going to be coming up in upcoming shows. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC for more great music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week for the David Bowers and Nick the newly married geek, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial saying, hey, we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>